Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Maybe I shouldn't be surprised because it's not like you're going to fix whatever's ailing them in week 18. But the Chiefs sitting their starters, including Patrick Mahomes, this weekend because they can't go up or down in draft order and just kind of putting everything in bubble tape until the playoffs surprised me a little bit. They just haven't been playing at a high level. I thought they would try to get their act together this weekend. Let's get, get, some, get some good feelings and maybe sit down. But, yeah, I mean, they're they're reeling. They're kind of doing a standing eight count in the ring, but they're hoping the playoff pedigree comes through. On the line is Odyssey NFL insider Mark Schlereth. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. Mark, it is great to have you back on the program. Good to talk to you. How you been? I'm good, man. How's it going? Going very good. well. Excited to have you good. aboard here in week 18. Bunch of games to get into with you. But I guess let's just start with the Saturday slate and the fact that the Steelers are sticking with Mason Rudolph. They've hung 30 in consecutive weeks. They've got to beat the Ravens. I guess there's some algorithm they could still get in even if they don't win. But really, they need a victory and some help. Uh, what do you think about this game as Baltimore could be sitting some starters and Rudolph tries to make it three pretty good starts in a row? Yeah, I mean, three decent starts. Um, and, you know, obviously he's the guy that's played better for them than anybody else at the quarterback position. So that one that one makes perfect sense to me. Um, you know, and as far as the Ravens are concerned, let's face it, they're not they're the number one seed. So, you know, there is that kind of conversation between rust and uh, rest and like how much, you know, how much is important? What do you need? Um, I've always felt like it was important to get a couple of series in, but then to shut it down because, you know, ultimately you don't you don't want to get guys banged up or injured. And I know you've got another week to prepare, but that, that, that rest is important, especially this time of year when everybody's beat up and everybody's injured. So, um, yeah, I could definitely see, you know, they have nothing to play for, them sitting guys and them resting guys and, you know, um, the the Steelers actually winning a game they have to win. So I could see that happening. Yeah, so Mark, and, and the air is a little bit different now, as you mentioned. I mean, it's it's more games, longer, everything it seems like. And that rest versus rust debate is always so hard because, you know, if a team wins or loses, everyone wants to point to whatever they did that week before. Like, what's the most important thing for you at this point, going through back to your playing days? Was it to feel well-rested or to kind of keep the rhythm of the season going with a full prep and maybe, as you said, getting a couple plays in and then sitting? <laughs> Yeah, I think the the rhythm is super important. And, you know, I've been on on both sides of the equation. And, 
you know, lost the game as a number one seed when I was with Denver in 1996 and then, you know, went all the way as a number one seed. And, you know, the worst thing that can happen to you is you do the prep all week and then your starters, you ask them to go out and play and they play half-assed. You know, they, they protect their bodies because then it's, then you're creating bad habits. And so my thought process has always been this, Hey guys, I'm going to put you in for two series. Um, I need you guys to go. I need you guys to go hunt, like go put a drive together, go put a scoring drive together. I'm going to get your butts out, but I need that kind of effort from you because we cannot, like we can't, we cannot lose that rhythm, that offensive preciseness that we have developed up to this point. So if you end up losing the game, so be it. But during, you know, I kind of approach it like I approached the preseason. When I played in preseason games, even if it was a series or two, I wanted to try to kick your ass, and I wanted you to know that if we face again in the regular season or if we face in the playoffs or, you know, at the Super Bowl, you're in for a full-day sucker now. Like, it, this is a, this is going to be this is going to be real. And, you know, the, the thing that concerns me a little bit is guys not taking it, like guys kind of going through the motions because – those things can those things can bite you. So you know it's a it's a very fine balance. I'm sure John, you know he's won a Super Bowl before. I'm sure he'll John Harbaugh will have a, a plan for that. Uh, Kyle Shanahan will have a plan for that, and Kyle can lean on not only his experience but his father's experience. But it's a lot it's a lot tougher than you think. You know, defensively, I don't look at it the same way. Defensively, there's a lot of the rest is important, right? Heal your body as long as you're flying around and doing things you're okay, but there's a precision to playing offense that, um, that you can lose over time. So yeah, it's just a, it's a very tricky balance to say the least. Three times Super Bowl champion, Mark Schlereth with us and you know, fitting that you're talking about the, the rest combo because you're on the call with Adam Amin this weekend in San Fran and you got the Rams who are going with Carson Wentz at quarterback and the 49ers, you're going to see Sam Darnold and not Brock Purdy going in to the playoffs, so he'll get a couple of week respite, and presumably some of those other starters will as well because they've got a bye. Uh, how about the the other Saturday game, Texans Colts? These are two first year head coaches. D'Amico Ryan's has been a star in the you know that that has been unearthed by Houston. Meanwhile, the Colts went and got you know up and coming offensive mind Shane Steichen, as everybody's looking to do, paired him with Anthony Richardson. Then Richardson goes down, and Gardner Minshew's kind of saved their season. Both of these teams are nine and seven. I don't know. What should we be rooting for? Who, who would have a better chance to put up a fight in the playoffs? And, and what do you make of this game? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I love I love the Houston story. You know, I love what they've been able to accomplish. I love the rookie quarterback. D'Amico is a, a superstar. I mean, he's a great dude. Um, gets his guys to play hard. You know, when you go to his practice on Fridays, you know, I travel around the week, around the league, and I'm always at a practice on Friday, 100 percent of the time. I just demand it. Um, you know, I, I just feel like it's from you know ever since COVID happened, like people just do zooms, and I I, I just demand that we go. I, I want to see practice. I want to see how guys move. I want to see which guys are rotating. I, I just want to see all that stuff, and I, I just think it's you know, I mean. I may not be good at what I do, but I, I do it with integrity. So, you know, you may not like the way I do it. I don't really give a crap, but um, that's the way I approach it. And so, you know, I, I just, I just think it's, I just think it's important and it's an important aspect of, of what we do to cover this game. And, you know, I like to see, I like to see that Friday. I like to see the way it rolls and 
when you go watch D'Amico's practice, man, those guys are in it. You know, they, they're in it. They're playing hard. They're doing their thing. So, you know, I've always appreciated that about D'Amico and the way he gets his players up. And then, you know, the, the thing about the quarterback and C.J. Stroud, here's a guy, you know, that was docked because he didn't have a great wonderlick test or some crap. But, you know, the guy just understands football. He is a very humble dude. He's a hard worker. Um, and, you know, it's not the best college quarterback that makes the best NFL quarterback. It's the best college quarterback that has NFL kind of discernible NFL skills. And that's footwork. That's drops. That's, you know, your feet, um, your feet kind of hold the timing of the offense, if you will. The rhythm of the offense is kept in the quarterback's feet. And if your feet aren't good and your drops aren't good, you're not precise. You cannot be on time and you cannot be accurate with the football. And that's why so many of these collegiate quarterbacks who've done nothing but spend time in shotgun and run seven-on-seven leagues, why they're not worth a score to piss? Because the timing of their feet does not line up with the routes and the route combinations. And, you know, there's a, there's a lot that goes into that. And so, you know, that's, that's kind of just where I am on, on that stuff. And C.J. Stroud has just been, I mean, just been awesome. The guy has been incredible. Mark Schlereth with us here on G&D. Mark, speaking of incredible, I don't think we're talking enough about the job Kevin Stefanski and the Cleveland Browns have done. They're to the point where they're going to rest starters. They got to rest Joe Flacco for the postseason. Mm-hmm. Like I never thought that sentence would come out of my mouth, come out of my mouth again. And here we are, four different quarterbacks for an eleven and five team. What an unbelievable run they've gone on here, winning four straight down the stretch. But I, I think we're underrating this, if anything. Yeah, they're a big physical football team, you know. And I'm a believer in you dominate line of scrimmage. I really don't care who your receivers are, who your tight ends are, and who your quarterback is. Dominate line of scrimmage and good things are going to happen to you as a football team. And, you know, I've been a part of those kind of organizations. I believe in those kind of organizations. Obviously, you know, when you do that, it makes things a lot easier in the passing game and all that kind of stuff. So um, Joe Flacco has been amazing. And, And, you know, you talk about, fitting in perfectly to what Kevin Stefanski wants to do. They're going to run the wide zone. They're going to run the play pass. They're going to run the boot keep game. They're going to run the hard run action, play action. You know, that's, that's what they're going to do. And because they dominate lines of scrimmage and because, you know, they have such a good, uh, a good feel for that, man, it just opens up that, that passing game. You know, I always say this, it's not about the yards per carry. I think people have it backwards in, in my opinion. People always wanted the yards per carry. If the yards per carry aren't good, it's amazing how quick offensive coordinators will give up on the running game. And you think, well, it's not so much to me about yards per carry. It's about attempts. You get enough attempts, and you know what that does to a defense? That makes a defense, one, tired to where they can't rush the passer, and two, it makes them constantly step up, even if you're only getting two yards of carry which creates that separation on the intermediate throws. So all of a sudden you run a little spot route at three yards right over the ball with tight end, and then you run the F receiver on a, on a basic right behind him at 12 to 14 yards. And that space is, that space is created because everybody's stepped up on that play action. And so those linebackers and those safeties are sucked up toward the line of scrimmage, and it's just a wide-open, easy toss with room to run afterwards. And that's what Cleveland does so exceptionally well. So it's really 
about attempts. So I'll tell you, go through any weekend in the NFL. Just do this as an exercise. Go through every game and see who has the most rushing attempts. And I guarantee you 80% of those teams won the game. Now, sometimes it's because, you know, they dominated the game and at the end they're getting more attempts and all that kind of stuff. But it holds true. You uh, you get enough attempts in the rushing game and you're going to win games. And it's just the, 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 just the attrition, the, the battle of attrition, just wearing people down and all of a sudden that pass rush isn't as good. And all of a sudden that guy who's a really good pass rusher is tired and he takes it down off. Um, it, it affects the effect it has on a football game is immense. And, you know, we live in a day and age where all we want to do is throw the football and show how fancy we are. And I always say this, you know, any, any coordinator that develops a young quarterback and throws it all over the bar yard, uh, the ball yard, and they score a lot of touchdowns. That's like Viagra to 80 year old owners. Like they can't get enough of that crap, (laughs) But, but that stuff doesn't, that stuff does not win in the playoffs. It doesn't. And so, um, just mark my words, go through it, go through any weekend and you'll be shocked and amazed. The team that has the most attempts wins. I bet you 80 plus percent of the games. Insider calls are brought to you by old spice. Gentlemen's blend body wash, <laughs> providing exfoliation plus 24 seven moisturization because men have skin too. Mark Schlereth is with us here on Grant and Danny real quick. Before we let you go, Mark, I wanted to sneak one in. You know, we talk about head coaching candidates here on the show just about every day at this point. Ron Rivera and his staff likely to be relieved of their duties on Monday. Who is someone, maybe their name comes up a lot or maybe they don't. Who's someone, if you were an owner that you'd interview or someone in football that you think would be a really good head coaching candidate? I think Ben Johnson of Detroit. Ben Johnson is a guy that believes in personnel believes in getting under center believes in running the football um they 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 are one of the top teams in the league one top two or three teams in the league detroit being detroit um one of the top two or three teams in the league is running on second down along and third down along situations um i think he's an exceptional designer of plays an exceptional play caller and he's always like he always feels like he's two or three steps ahead of the game and I had a game in Chicago where Detroit, it was in Detroit, but Detroit's trying to make a comeback against Chicago, and Chicago had that lead, and they get the ball back with four, like 413. And he ran the ball maybe five times in that drive to score a touchdown and put them within striking distance. They got the ball back, and they went down and scored, and, and they did the same thing. They were down, I think, I think I want to say they were down 13 or 12. They were down 12. And same thing in that last drive, they ran the ball two or three times, even though they had less than uh, two minutes left. And like he got matchups that he liked. Um, he he just is a really good, he's a really good play caller, really good coordinator. And I think he's learned a lot about how to manage a team from Dan Campbell. I I, I just think he's going to be a guy that would be you know, will be high on a lot of people's list. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Mark, always a pleasure to catch up with you, man. Really appreciate the time. You got to take care. That's our guy, See you, man. Mark Schlereth, our Odyssey NFL insider on Grant and Danny here on The Fan. Uh, what stands out to you there? He's a big Ben Johnson guy. Love ben Johnson. Uh, he, the rushing attempt axiom, that's, that's true for the most part, but it's, there's always this disagreement among football folks about how you get there, right? In other words, you run more at, when you're leading at the end of games. Absolutely. You do You keep the clock moving. That's absolutely a thing. You have rush that. attempts. I, yeah. I would have mentioned that, but he acknowledged it. It is true that when you run more, you know, the teams that win just about every week, won the rushing battle and, and attempts, it's because you. You're running because you're about to win. That's not why you win. Right. I mean, it, it, the the fallacy that I always come back with to people that yell about running the ball is like, well, teams that take a knee at the end of the game win more often than not. You should take a knee early in the game then. Team, just take a knee. Or just at the end of the game when so, you're trailing. Because if you do it, you might win. T- listen, teams, Numbers that, say. teams that, that run the victory formation to kill the clock at the end of games win more often than they don't. No, but but his point stands. I mean, it's something we that, that I always sort of gloss over and kind of forget about is the the, the multiple phases of football, and you have to – Always make the defense be on their heels. I don't care about play type. I care about effectiveness. And it's not always about hitting seven, eight-yard you know, run gashes. A, a two-yard play setting up ten different things. See, the Kyle Shanahan tree can kind of be something that's really powerful, right? Where you hit, hit a guy in the gut enough times, now he's got to cover it. Then the thing that you really want to do is available to you. We got a tweet uh, from Chris Russell during that segment, as we typically do. Come on, are you kidding me? I'm dead serious. When Schlereth is on, yeah, you get. But the point of the dude's story is, I was quoting a movie. It's, it's the new help? pants are pleated. It's the pants. It's the pleats and the pants and the pants and the pleats. Rainey's got pleated pants right He's now. He's got some How pleats on. I'll tell you that. He is fired up after that segment. Oh, buddy, Mister Burgundy, you have. Yeah, it's the pleats. It's, it's the, the pleats, pleats and the pants. But uh, yeah, he'll listen to a hundred segments in a row. <laughs> You know, it's that one, though. It's that one. It's that Schlereth segment that really gets him going. <laughs> what so, is it? Who's who? Who's more enamored? Rainey sets up his laptop late at night, fires up Mark Schlereth on G&D. <laughs> <laughs> Just sitting upright in the bed, extra pillow behind his neck. <laughs> Just getting comfortable. Who loves, who loves their thing more? Russell when Schlereth is on or Darius's dad? When Kevin Sheen is just breaking down the Terps. Ooh. I don't know if Darius' dad's a big Terps guy. He might like the smell test. 
Yeah, he's not a Terps guy. He's a he's a Bama fan for some reason, oh. which I I never understood. I think he's huh. a Nick Saban guy. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, he'll probably correct me when I get home because he might be listening. No, come on, Kevin's not on. But like, if like I'm just saying, Kevin doing a thing where it's like I know it's football season, but the Terps have a big one tomorrow against Purdue. They're 31 point underdogs, but this year it's different. You know what I mean? Like when he's doing that bit, like there's his dad's like, "Oh, buddy, I want to get to Steve Kornacki." Oh Remember, yeah, I'm sorry, I I'm, teased sorry. It. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. People have been fired up ever since the tease. I got to do the outro though. That was Odyssey NFL insider Mark Schlereth. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin too. Buddy of ours and a good egg and a former Super Bowl champion in the National Football League. All right, Kornacki on the Commanders and the Patriots and how exactly we figure out who's going to get the tiebreaker for the number two pick. Currently for the two spot, you got a three-way tie. As you say, Washington who right now controls that tiebreaker. It's it's basically it's by one game. Okay. If you add up the wins and losses of all of the Commanders opponents this year, the Commanders opponents are 140 and 132. Okay. And they're 4 and 12 right now. The Pats are 4 and 12 right now, and the combined record of all their opponents this year is 141 <laughs> and 131. The only way the Cardinals get the the top pick here is if they lose next week and both Washington and New England win. They have to be okay. alone at 4-13 and because they're not okay. winning any tiebreakers. Their, their schedule is too strong. <laughs> Let's say the Pats lose it. Let's say Washington loses it. So you got two at 4-13. and 13. The big swing game to watch. There's a couple that come in, but the biggest one to keep an eye on by far is Atlanta, New Orleans. Go on. Okay, I love so, this, dude. New England played <laughs> New Orleans this year, right? And Washington 34-0, blowout game. <laughs> and Washington it. played Atlanta. Yep. So it's it's a key swing. If New Orleans wins the game, the Patriots, in their strength of schedule, get what they don't want. They get another win for their opponents. And meanwhile, for Washington, they get another loss for their opponents because that's, that's Atlanta losing. So the Pats really want... If they're playing the draft game, the Pats really want Atlanta to beat New Orleans. <clears throat> and Washington really wants New Orleans to beat Atlanta. And if it ended up tied strength of schedule, that, <clears throat> pardon me, is when head-to-head comes in. And this is the opposite of every head-to-head you've ever wanted because this is where the loser of the head-to-head, the loser yeah. gets the pick. The winner doesn't. So Pats played Washington. Pats lost to Washington. I don't really love this. And it comes back to bite Washington <laughs> because it gives the Pats the number two seed. That is Peter Schrager with Steve Kornacki. What'd you learn? Saints-Falcons, man. Yeah, that's, that's your key one. I mean, there's other games, too, that I guess tangentially could influence things, but that's kind of your big bogey, right? The simplest, cleanest deal, of course, is if the, the Patriots win and Washington loses. That's the easiest thing that it's done. If they both lose, then it gets a little bit more complicated. Yeah, the games that matter are, most importantly, Saints over the Falcons. You want the Steelers over the Ravens, Baltimore's resting starters. You want the Raiders over the Broncos. Obviously, Russell Wilson's been benched. You want the Packers to beat the Bears. Very possible. Green Bay winning in scenario in the NFC. And in that Texans-Colts game. Sorry about your luck, Darius. You're looking for an Indianapolis Colts win. So let me ask Houston Texans Dameron. You guys sleep on this. Darius' second team, his mistress squad, 
His AFC club is the Texans. You've been all fired up all week about their game. That would hurt. Washington's chances at number two. What do we want to see? Uh, by the way, my, my dad just texted me and said, LOL, yes, I'm listening. What a so, sweet, wow. sweet So there man. that is. Danny, your mic should be on. I should probably turn my mic on. <laughs> Makes it harder to listen when I'm clapping well, in the You, you were trying to make it sound like AM radio off in the distance. <laughs> and instead of that crystal clear FM right up there in that microphone. Yeah, make it more comfortable You're for You're just him. trying there to make is. Mr. Dameron more comfortable at home. Sound familiar or just the commanders play the Bears this weekend? That's, any more comfortable for you there? Stay for Turf Festival. Come on, us. That's a good bit. Uh, everybody, we're just we're funnin'. just funning. We're funning. We're funning. Come on, people. We're just funning. For goodness sake, it's time for your Caps power play. <coughs> Capitals hockey tonight against Josh Harris's New Jersey Devils for the Capitals. Game 36, home game 18. This kicks off a stretch, man. They've got a bunch of home games coming up here. 9-4-4 four, and four on home ice this season. Second night of a back-to-back. They are 6-1 this season. Second night of a back-to-back. They are two points ahead of the Devils who are banged up in the standings. Don't love the matchup tonight with New Jersey's speed and them potentially being fatigued. But you got to get that first goal Get off to a quick start. Ovi looking for a goal in a third straight game. Any chance Jack Hughes is like tired or something? Maybe maybe he had food poisoning. I don't know. He's got 44 points. I feel like that's more than the Capitals have. Numbers approximate. I'm kind of kidding. Um, but yeah, this for whatever reason, this old veteran team that's been beat up a lot, talking about the Capitals, has been unbelievable in the second game of back-to-backs this year. It defies everything I understand about sport. And here we are with another bad matchup against the young, fast team. So, of course, I expect a Caps victory. By the way, 83% of you say if the commanders are picking in the top two, they should draft a quarterback. 17% of you are saying, "Uh uh-uh, not up in here. It's Sam Howell season. Uh, If you want to see some of the big, important answers from Ron Rivera in his press conference, you can go check out a couple of tweets of those videos at Grant H. Paulson. Danny is at Funny Danny. For Darius and Ryan, behind the scenes, G&D saying so long. We are back at it tomorrow at 2 o'clock, and we will be at Rudy's, Rudy's. Golf in Kingstown, Alexandria. Great spot. Come eat. Come drink. Be merry. Hit golf balls. Enjoy your time with your pals. We'll be there all day tomorrow. I'm eating wings, and then I don't know what's next. Come see what I do. Second course. I'm going to do what I do every day. What's that? I'm going to eat wings and yeah. talk about Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson alert. Ben Johnson alert. Ben Johnson alert. Thank you for coming. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 